Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John, and we are brought to you today by Willow Creek Custom Calls, local Northern California call-making company. Brad's been doing it over 10 years. Great stuff. He, uh, he's been doing a lot of the other big guys. He just, this has been his hobby. Um, he started up about time that other big names, you know, started doing it, you know, in the 2000s. And uh, he just, he hasn't grown it because he don't want to. So don't be scared because he ain't all over the place. There, his calls can stand up against anybody's. But uh, if you want to get one, go to Willow Creek Custom Calls or give him a call. Um, 510 610-7625. Great calls, man. His spec call is really badass, and uh, he makes mallard calls, and I'm going to try to talk him into making a teal call. I want a hen teal call. I don't know if he'll do it or not, but I'm going to talk to him about it. But uh, anyway, reach out to him, and don't forget, and I think he might pull it because he's selling quite a few calls, but he's got his promo 20% off with the Filthy Spoon promo code at checkout. And 20%, that's a, you know, that's 30 bucks on a $149 goose call, so I don't know. If I were y'all, I'd get on it before he pulls it. So, Anyway, I am here today at the Superior Equipment Recording Studio slash shop with David Marshall, better known as Gribble, the bug assassin of Rio Linda. What's going uh, on? He was able to step in and help me out and somebody else to talk to today. At short notice, Robert had to work. But uh, we had to get something out, so we pulled in the friggin' minor leaguer up. Old Gribble is... Helping me host a show, so he's uh, about ready to head out of state, so we're going to talk to him about that, and uh, how you been, Gribble? Pretty good. Been sick since uh, the Dove opener. I got pretty, I uh, think it was COVID got me again. Really? I didn't get tested because I didn't want to deal with it. Oh, yeah, I don't want to be a part of the problem. I no, either, yeah. you know, put my mask on as soon as I felt my temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I got I got sick for a couple of days and then bounced back. And you know, Really? So did, you only hunted opener then? Huh? Uh, I actually hunted Saturday. Uh, with another oh, guy. Oh, I remember you texting me. Yeah. Uh, he went. He went to go use the outhouse. Came back and said he's sick. So we drove him home, and I think that's who got me sick. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, so I, I literally Sunday I was like feeling, you know, that body ache. Oh yeah. And then uh, Monday I woke up just like someone beat me with a, a pillowcase full of soap. Oh man, well that's rough. <laughs> man, he missed any work over it? Uh, I missed. I missed like half a day, and then I recouped because I had that day. I had the four day weekend. So, yeah, you know, no, I got to bounce. Nice. I got yeah. to bounce back. My only days off. Yeah, you had to waste being sick. Yeah, yeah. I think I sick. don't know if that rain helped uh, helped my sickness <laughs> creep up on me either from being wet on Friday ni- or Friday morning. Yeah, it did rain off a little bit more than I thought, but yeah, just yeah. depress. You know, depressing kind of the dove opener. I thought was gonna be. Yeah, we ended up doing okay. The next day, I think I told you, and you know, we all in all, and then I we hunted. I didn't do as much as I said I did, but I hit it a couple days. I guess that would have been last, not this last week, week before, before it ended. Oh, yeah. I went two days in the afternoon. Local guy lets me hunt around here. And oh, yeah. One day I got skunked because I kind of thought I was in the wrong spot. And I moved to a spot that had been successful before near a pond. And I got six or something in an afternoon, so I was happy with that. That's not bad for a couple days before closer for me anyway. Yeah, so, that's the the afternoons are better at the ponds, I think, because they're going for that's water. That's what I think, and I didn't do that first. If I had done that the first day I went out there, or I would have gotten there earlier, I probably would have cleaned up because I jumped big groups of them. There's still a ton around here, but anyway, dove is a thing of the past. We are on to 
duck season 2023-2024, and you are getting started before anybody in, anybody in our little group. Yep. Where I, are you heading? Um, I'm going up to Montana to buddies. We're going to go hunt private and hope for some ducks. We might get some geese. I think his dad's got crane tags too, so. Oh, really? Yeah, he, his dad, I think, drew two crane. I think he could shoot two, but he drew crane tags, so he's going to shoot those and well, if we cool. see him. Yeah, if you see him, yeah. And then I'll probably, uh, I might uh, bring in my bow, too, just in case, because uh, the sh- uh, doe tags will still be open. They're still good, yeah. Yeah, so till like two, I think a week or two after I leave, so, and then it goes into rifle. But well, I, I might cool. try to stick a white-tailed doe and get yeah. some meat. Meat in the freezer, man, that's what it's all about. Yeah. That's cool, man. I wish I was going with you, but as most of you know, I'm flying out to Chicago Thursday for Sharon's graduation. Excited about that. Um but we'll be duck hunting week after Northeast opener. But uh, so, what are you? Are you going to hunt ponds or dry fields? What's your plan? Uh, we're going to hunt. Um, well, need be. It's going to be the uh, another season like last year where it's going to be my favorite time of the year with rain. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not looking forward to that. I've been pre-packing today, uh, going through. That's what kind of put me behind with stuff. I'm I'm looking at the weather and realizing shit. I need more than i need yeah so yeah. and you you know how it is going out of state or away from home farther than two hours you have to bring everything oh yeah and so i'm going through seeing what i need what i don't but uh we're gonna get out there and we have a we have a couple ponds we hunt um you know rivers in the fields if we can get them but i don't think they'll be in there that early i yeah. mean some spots they will be you know like in the cut uh cut cornfields yeah if they're early enough and they're i mean they're getting rain right now so it's going to be 33, I think, on the opener. And oh, really? It's the low, yeah. So we might get snow, <laughs> which would be pretty cool. That would be cool, hunting the opener in the snow up there. And there's, I got a buddy that lives out. He's, he's pretty far from where you're hunting at, but he's a crazy duck hunter. He, this is going to be his first year hunting up there. He says he sees blue-winged teal all over the place up there, too. Yeah, so basically uh, where we, we're going to hunt is uh, the central flyway. You, shoot five, you can shoot five green, uh, mallards, two hens. Um, but you can shoot only six ducks, I think. Yeah, six total. But if you shoot on the opener, I think it's the opening weekend or the first couple days. I'm not sure. i got to reread the regs before we go out. But if you shoot blue wings, you can shoot eight, up to eight. Oh, really? So you get two bonus birds if they're blue wings. Well, that's pretty and freaking I, cool. I don't think they changed it, but... He said he's seen a ton of blue ring around. He'd, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird they're up there. My buddy shot a, a couple years ago. On one of the rivers, he shot some, and I was like, well, I hope I get some. And then, Yeah, um, that'd be cool. We did shoot, I think he shot three last year on the day after. And then, uh, yeah, our other buddy, he just shot his uh, his elk on Saturday, I think, or Friday. Oh, cool. He stuck his elk with an arrow nice, I think it was a 4x4. Four four. Really? So he'll probably be duck hunting with us, too. Oh, well, that's cool, man. Yeah. So, you know, our, our geese, too, you're going to try to get some geese? Or yeah, what? it's uh, five honkers a day Yeah, you can get. I don't yeah. ever see a speck. Yeah, I don't... The I snows don't, go through. Snows go through. I don't know. That's not... I know. I don't think there's a ton of them up there, but... It's weird because you could go to North, you know, the Dakotas. Yeah. Specs flow through there. But they just don't... Idaho, specs flow through there. But for some reason, um, they don't like the Montana. I mean, maybe on the east side. I haven't hunted out there, but... That's where my buddy's at. He's on the east side. They you probably get more. It's more prairies, flatland... But he hasn't seen, he hasn't said anything about seeing any specs, but. What's weird is I haven't seen any specs in Sacramento yet. 
Yeah, well, if you were listening to the podcast, Brad was just talking about because he's hanging out with that birdiologist guy, and the migration is late. That's what I was figuring because yeah. I haven't got time to hear. I've been busy at work and yeah, trying yeah, to make yeah. a, you know, do all these extra days and fix everything so I could take my time off. And I get it. And uh, just been slammed. But no, there it hasn't been the normal. There's there's ducks around though. We've seen it. Well, even you were out there. All the ducks we've seen at the refuge oh, on the opener. And then uh, northeast, I saw a bunch of ducks up there. But you're right. The specs, I did see or hear a couple. Robert heard some last week going over his house at night. And I heard some the other night at my house, too. Not huge, but I heard a couple. So yeah, I haven't seen. I have, the only thing I see is honkers. Yeah, I've seen them. I have been seeing them. I've seen some sitting in a field out here. And I, maybe they're the local ones that hang out in the park that, also. You're talking about the field right down here on a... On Fitty Mint? No. There's a field right there I just saw about probably 2,000 honkers sitting 2,000? There, there, there were just tons. Really? All in the grass. And I'm like, I had to take a, a look because I thought there were specs for a second. Oh, wow. But there's like, I think it's all the local ones. Or all the they, golf course ones yeah, go and yeah. meet up. Yeah, and they pretend like they're migrating, like they're not posers. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and I've <laughs> shot plenty of them here. I just, to me, I think the biggest one I got was uh, a couple years ago. A tank. I couldn't even grab its neck. Yeah, some of them get pretty big. But they know. just get to eat, <laughs> eat the they rice. Just, so they do. They just sit here and eat and eat and eat. Yeah. Yeah. But a couple of them do migrate down here, evidently. But I'm. It's not, definitely not like out of state. I get way more excited hunting Canada's out of state than I do oh, here. Oh, uh, yeah. I do like them, especially in the cold or the snow. Yeah. I've know. done that in Montana. And then the lessers. I think it's cool shooting the lessers, the little bitty ones. You know. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully you get into a little bit of all of it, you know. Or they come in and you're like, what the hell is that? And you realize it's a honker that's the size yeah. of a mallard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of cool to me, man, because you don't see that but down here anyhow. No, we don't get a lot of them. Yeah, we don't. Just the local ones. But uh, how long are you staying for? Um, I'll be there. I'm going to leave, I think, Thursday, and then I'm going to come back. uh trying to w wiggle that one out because I like to do a weird, like Wednesday I'll probably get off work and straight do straight 15 hours straight yeah. and get there by thursday morning may possibly i don't know um it's a rough drive so i'll be back the third i'll be working the fourth so i'm hoping to come back tuesday and just probably drive all day go to work wednesday i know this friggin' work sucks don't it man I just, don't you wish you could just take a couple weeks off and do what you want i get it man. i mean i watch some of these people that are retired and it's you know they or they've just been retired and yeah. they're out just hunting like crazy the whole hunting season i'm just sitting here like man i gotta work and or you get you look on your phone on instagram and i'm just tired just it's, get, it's gonna be that point around november when you're looking and just seeing ducks oh, get yeah. killed yeah yeah but yeah but it's what you do and you work hard and hopefully one day you retire and you're the guy doing the same thing out there every bit you can as long as health holds up you know oh yeah but yeah i uh definitely jealous of those guys and i shouldn't complain because i get to go hunt wednesday morning so yeah, that's, that's something I've only done a, a couple times when I call in sick. and <laughs> yeah. Or if a resi happens, I'll go. Yeah, I'll, 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 I used to schedule a day off. I had a resi, or if I know there's a good storm I want to hunt or north wind or something, yeah, I, I hate, would. But uh, Those storms, I'll go to work. Yeah, I know what you mean, but if you get that good wind, <laughs> you smoke them, man. If you got the wind, if it's just rain, no. But if I get a good wind, you know, 50 mile an hour blowing in, I'm going hunting, dude. Yeah, I miss when those those big, like, powerful north winds came in, yeah. like, early January. Yeah. And the snow geese would just be, like, 30 yards fighting. Yeah. And you didn't, and you, it, especially, you used to hunt the refuge back then. Yeah. They'd be just right on the deck coming oh, in, yeah. and you just poop. Pretty just cool, dropping man. Them. Pretty cool. 
Yeah. But uh, well, that's cool. I mean, I just can't believe we're already here. It seems like it's just summer still here, and bam, here we are. We're at it again, you know. Yeah, I'm I mean, going to get back. Uh, I might go help my buddy uh, Deer Hunt in X6B for the opener. He wants me to go with him. But other okay, than do that. some scouting for me. If I, do, <laughs> if I do that, I mean, I literally got two weeks, and then seasons, you know. Like D3 through 5 just opened yesterday. Yeah, I know. I uh my tag's sitting in the envelope still on the table because that's why I haven't bought one in a couple years. I bought, I got this one. To be honest, I'm, I mean, I'm getting shit because I'm not even hunting opener because it's the duck opener that weekend. Well, if it's a tradition. We go. I'm not missing that. Yeah, that's. There's certain well, things you can't. You can't. You got to keep the thing going. Yeah, but I mean, that's a. It's a premium zone, so I. I don't know. I've still got optim. I'm optimistic, but it books me up pretty good here the next three weekends because. This weekend I'll be in Chicago. Next weekend will be the opener. Oh yeah, Northeast, and then I better be deer hunting the second week. Are you flying? You're flying then. Well, yeah, oh yeah. Freaking oh. Chicago's a long ass haul, man. How long are you gone? Four days, five days? Yeah, I fly out on Thursday, and Hank and me come back on Sunday. Don't be bringing no bullets. Oh, I, I better check that your mistake. bag. Oh yeah, and the freaking TSA. After I already bad mouthed them on this podcast, we'll see how bad my search is. They're gonna just have it <laughs> just waving you <laughs> yeah. over to the. I sure hope not. Yeah, I know. I gotta make sure Hank don't have nothing he's not supposed to. Or yeah, it's. Uh, oh, you're taking the the boy too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He wants to see his sister graduate. Last so. last time I flew to Dallas, they had the dog going, and they have you walk through the the opening, and yeah. they they're searching for drugs and. This, it was just me by myself, so I got the backpack. I'm flying to Dallas for two days for work, and the the lady they tell this old lady, "Hey, you're going with him," and she goes, "It's not. That's not my. I don't know him." Yeah. And, and I'm like, "Lady, we're just walking through. They're gonna they're gonna use a drug dog and see." Yeah. She starts freaking out. <laughs> I thought I was getting put in lockdown because of her. I had to, you know, the one guy had to pull her aside and explain to her, "No, this is what we do. Yeah. He, we're just moving along with you two because you're singles." And yeah, yeah. Oh, she lost it. You must have really creeped her out, Gribble. What'd you do on the airplane? Nothing. I just had a I had a beanie, a hoodie, and in my beard, and that was it. I'm I'm just going in and going out. I don't want to be there just like the rest of the people. I want to be on the plane and land. Yeah, it's a uh, flying in this country has became a pretty miserable experience. You look back at like the golden days of flying. Everybody's in suits, dressed up, all the room in the world in the smoking plane, a cigarette, smoking cigarettes, drinking. You know. Ah, them days are gone, man. Now they cram you in there like cattle and oh, there's, you know, there's, shook down. Uh, man, I got stories of flying when I used to work in my other job. I had a lady yell because someone opened a bag of peanuts, and she <laughs> said, I'm going to anaphylactic shock. Oh, Shut down the whole plane. <laughs> She's, like, freaking out. They about took this guy from the F- to the FBI because I'm just you like, man, a bag of peanuts. I'm like, just hold your breath and run out. <laughs> like, you're not going to die. That's crazy. But it man. was it was pretty uh pretty crazy. Like she she freaked out and he didn't even like he was probably five rows away from her. Wow. And I'm just you know, then they got that other lady that was just recently in the news yelling at people and Yeah. Oh yeah, now it happens all the time. Hopefully me and Hank avoid all that. We got what uh, I think we go to Denver and then from Denver to Chicago and then be honest i don't even have transportation lined up to where i'm going i'm just gonna get an uber that's the easiest that i think that's the easiest way you don't know the the, the, the roads there and no that, i was gonna go through this travel agent and she's trying to get me to book a rental car i'm like i don't want a rental car i'm there i'm going to the hotel there's a shuttle to where the graduation is this town does this every it's just north of chicago what the, town is it i don't know some friggin' ho-dump town and friggin' uh I always thought they graduated from where they went to boot camp. I didn't know it was a. Uh, 
Well, that's they, where they go to boot camp. She's at boot camp Great Lakes. Oh, okay. She but the name there. of the town, I don't know what the hell it is. Some little place in Illinois, just north of Chicago. But um, the it's close. It's like six minutes from where the base is. So oh, okay. They have a shuttle, so I'll just get an Uber to there. And I mean, Hank will hang out there. Or oh, the only shitty thing is I have to go to this other place to get the tickets the day before. <laughs> it's like a PX store, like a, you know, a... You know, uh, yeah. where the, you know, the friggin' military people can buy their stuff. You should see if you can go buy them a McClellan. <laughs> I, they said they're going to be at this one place, so. Um, and McClellan's all closed. That ain't military. No, no I more. know. They yeah. still have the BX there, but. Oh, they do? Yeah, it's. I, I don't know if it's still open to the, you know, whatever, but they had it for open for a long that time. That would have been nice, but yeah, I have to go pick up the tickets, and then, um. Then I go back to the hotel, and then it's that morning. Take a shuttle with me and Hank go over there. And what I don't do you, even. What are you going to do about farmers? I know farmers for four days. Oh, but you might have to pop the Bud Light. Eh, I think I'll have other options. I'm pretty close. That that ain't very far from Wisconsin. My go-to now, if I don't got farmers, is uh, Miller. That's that's pretty good. Miller Light ain't bad. I drank a bunch of that up at Fall River a couple weeks ago. So, or at one couple weeks ago, that was last weekend. Yeah, but uh, that's. Oh, I'll find something. I'm not that picky. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it should be a good time, man. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, might as well bring it up now. I showed you this already. Yeah. This is old meat in the pot, they call it. The old A5. Yep, the old A5. Oh, here comes the Vern here in that action close. Anyway, uh, I'm going to bring this up. I'll talk more about it later as time goes on. But my good buddy, Bert close friend of mine i've talked about him several times on this show and you know he's been battling some health stuff and i got up there this weekend and talked to him and he said it was time for me to give me old meat in the pot that's what he always called it this old gun and the story he's always told me is uh the duck season before like 1963 his grandfather had this gun and he gave it to him before the duck season of 63 man yeah, pretty cool. I wish and I could shoot some Yeah, this some was in back. Grimes in them days. I oh. mean, that, this huge ranch they were on. I mean, it was it was crazy. Yeah, there was no, he said there was no, they just went where the birds well, were. Well, they there. could shoot, I think, what, uh, trying to think of how far back lead was gone. Oh, no, well, they were shooting lead then. Lead yeah. was in the 80s. No, there was all lead then, yeah. And there wasn't, they just went where the ducks were. It wasn't, oh, yeah. you know, there was a couple, you know, premier duck clubs, but all in all, they just followed the ducks. <laughs> No, yeah, and then, uh, you know, like those old punk guys, those oh, dudes yeah. are nuts, too. Yeah, so he, uh, I've, I've told a couple of his stories on here before, but so he, he hunted with that year, and then the next year, if anybody knows what time of the country this was, that was when the Vietnam War started going, and he, he went off to Vietnam, and uh, over there he packed an 870. He was always a shotgun guy because he grew up duck hunting, and yeah, he, he packed an 870 over there. He said the biggest pain in the ass was carrying all the shells. Oh, I bet. Yeah, you know, well, that gun's magazines. that gun's already heavy, but just yeah, the you imagine packing. Yeah, other guy just got you know this uh, twenty round mags they used to have in Nam, and he's packing all these friggin' double lot buck two and three quarters everywhere. But uh, oh man. So then he got back home. He duck hunted with some more. But I mean, back then everybody didn't have a dove gun, a pheasant gun, a duck gun. Oh, you know, no, that was his gun, and he hunted. You know, that was when pheasants were still prevalent, and so he hunted pheasants forever with it, and dove, and duck, and geese, and... Well, with that um, two and three quarters, you didn't, in the lead, you didn't have to... No, you, you didn't, didn't you hunt everything with it. Yeah, I, I don't think you do now. I shoot two and three quarters of everything now. 
But uh, anyway, this gun that he uh, is given to me is that's pretty damn special to me, you know. Um, no, it's pretty cool. My dad didn't hunt, and so I didn't get any of my grandfather's stuff or my dad's stuff. So for me to be in his eyes special enough to get this gun and he knows it's going you know i'll take care of it and it'll get used too because with boss i can shoot it because full choke well, they got, uh you can shoot doubles too the uh heavy shot doubles oh is that stuff that's the classic doubles yeah they still make them they're hard to find um but you can shoot those and then anything like under 1100 feet per second i think is if, as long as the barrel, I don't know if it's no, a it's full, full choke oh, barrel. A full, That's yeah. why I'm saying what I'm saying, Gribble. Well, Let me finish my goddamn story, and I'll tell you. Bismuth. <laughs> Bismuth, then. Yeah. That's why I'm shooting yeah. friggin' boss out of it, you know? And I'm very grateful. I'm going to take it up to the Northeast Open Raptor, and uh, hopefully I can send him a pile of ducks that we shot That'd be with pretty. it. That'll, he'll be happier than hell, you know? Cause it's been u- years since he hunted with it. And, but uh, special gun to him, special gun to me. It'll be a special du- gun to Sharon one day, so... Anyway, it, pretty exciting. I'll throw some pictures up, of it up on the Instagram so you guys see what I'm talking about. It's old. It's it's a little bit beat up. It's been it's been used. This thing ain't been sitting in a gun case its whole life. But that's the way I like them. I like. Well, when I go ratty. duck hunting, you don't want to have. You know, I wanted to buy that. Uh, what's it called? The the Browning, uh, over and under. Oh yeah. yeah. I wanted one for years. It's yeah. like twenty five hundred bucks, and then I thought about it. I'm gonna buy a Stoger for four hundred and take a duck hunting, dove hunting. Not worry about it. I I can't bring myself to spend two thousand on a shotgun too. Well, I guess a non-camoed semi-auto. Oh yeah. And take it out and beat it up. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, I mean I'm care. I mean, but they just. I mean, when you're using them, that's what happens. You know, it's a and tool. Shit happened. It's a tool. Doesn't mean you can't take care of them. But yeah, there's going to be some battle scars along the way. You know, and this thing's been taken care of. It's just old. You know. The wor- The good thing about those though is like the older ones that you get hand me down. You could get it. You hit it on the blind. You just shrug it off. Yeah. And you don't got to go, oh, man. Like the first den I ever put first on. First den, oh, yeah. The, my Maxis, I bought it, and I scraped it on my gate, walking out my, my gate at my house, loading the truck, and I just looked blue line on Nothing worse than the front. I, and it wasn't even that nice of a gun, but I bought a 20-gauge, a newer BPS, a Browning pump. I needed a 20-gauge because we had a blind. You could only shoot 20. So I bought it, and but it was a nice. I bought a traditional wood. I like I like yeah. old-school guns, you know. And, uh, yeah, first friggin' chunk i took out of that friggin' stock oh god it, i got pissed speaking of 20 gauge did you uh did you get yours oh no oh no I, we're gonna wait the full 30 it'll be uh third, oh good uh, lord yeah. they got to give me an answer by uh the 26 so tuesday i'll uh, hopefully they call me or i call them. they were doing that when covid first started remember yeah. when everybody was buying and you yeah, I, I don't know if you're backed buying. up no i i heard about it, and they told me there was a 400 percent increase on it so you're saying I'm not a freaking criminal. I what happens if what the if the Fed shut down and <laughs> I wonder how that affects this crap. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. I might never see that because I I heard that uh, the refuges might the federal refuges won't open if it's uh really if they take a shutdown. That's what someone was saying, and I go, "There's no way." Really, but you got to think it's federal ran. So feds is feds, and they like I know depending on who's in office, they like shutting shit down to piss people off. The, depending on who's causing the shutdown, you know. I remember when those bombos in, they shut down White House tours and stuff. We did have one uh, good thing happen this week, though. What's that? The the magazine ban got overwritten on that uh, the judge. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, I, I did. So is that is that it now? Now no. Can, they, with Newsom, you know that he's just going to come back or something. Well, on that eleven percent 
tax for on ammo. Oh. Got that? He ain't. Has he signed it yet? I know he's going. I don't know any. I haven't looked. I at know that everything one. passed. We didn't want to pass. We that that one desk. scares me because you know, not that the money. I, I understand where they want to put the money and stuff, but we already are taxed so high. Well, they're not putting it to something good. Yeah. I mean, our our tax is going to conservation. Yes. One thing. This is going to anti-gun shit. They say gun violence safety. No. So basically, we'll this be anti-gun. We're we, going to pay for our demise. Yes. That's <laughs> what, and that's what they want to do. And yeah. I mean, that's why CWA and NRA and everybody else has been trying, and they almost had it gooked, and then one friggin' Democrat uh, was agreed not to vote for it, and then the pressure succumbed and did. Well, yeah. That's how close it always is. It's one or two, you know. Especially in this state, it's oh, it's it's rough. It just, you know, I hate. I, this ain't a political podcast, but I mean, this is the you know the sport we all love, and that. 11%, you know, it's a lot of money, more. We already pay through the nose for this stuff. And duck hunting, I know guys, like my dad, he stopped hunting in the 80s when it went to the steel and all the different rules because it was so expensive. He said it was yep. expensive for him in the 20, when he was in his 20s. <laughs> now I'm going through it when I'm older. That's what Bert, uh, even that yesterday, I was talking to old Bert, he said, I can't believe the amount of money you guys pay to hunt, you know. He said that gun there was the biggest investment of my whole deal, you know. Now look at how much they are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, and I mean, place to hunt, you know, I mean, he never paid to hunt anywhere, He, you know. No, I, I miss those old days of back when you could just go knock on something or, or you knew a friend and he said, oh, go hunt, go hunt my fields. And a little bit of that left, but not a whole lot and not a whole lot of places. But anyway, we got to get a better, uh, happy, go hippie topic instead of all doom and gloom because we're about ready to get to go hunting and you're going to be hunting before all of us. Yeah, I'm going to be shooting uh the one good thing, I'll, I'll be shooting greenheads. At next week at this time, right? Yep. Yeah. I already told my buddy, rain or shine, I, I'm, re- I'm willing to commit. Because last year I did I, I shot one greenhead yeah. for the three days I hunted. You know, and, it, and, gas, and gas is actually double now than when I went. Uh, so that's going to be fun for me. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to tough it up. It's hunting. You got to yeah, go. Yeah, I even think about the fuel. This is my tr- my third year tradition going. No, nah, that's keep it going. No, that's you know, cooler than hell. I'm glad you're doing it things were different i might be tagging along with you you know and then putting in for resis so i'm hoping to pull some oh yeah i did i did all the cwas i didn't get drawn for nothing i, I probably i only shit i'm out of time what not or for no, resis I, no i can resis you got 17 days yeah, so yeah. i'd say if everybody by october 1st you get in there i need to, i might do that when we're done recording here i need to put in for a couple spots. it's always fun clicking each one and just watching it go up and ding, 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 you know ding, and yep. then you just go and and then that's and then they announce it what the the you know week before or whatever and then you uh, or two they're, weeks they're pretty good now like if you go two weeks before the wednesday check uh, and they'll email you that's yeah, what i like because yeah. sometimes i'll get an email before i see it and go oh i yeah. got a resi yeah and then you're in a good mood oh yeah because we every sunday when we're leaving fall river we check because it's two weeks before opener here so we you know they'll be coming through for opening day we'll be looked at next sunday oh yeah. and then you're going to be hunting in two weeks yeah up there yep you guys just it's just free roam yeah we're on a boat so yeah, it's just no, okay just yeah. just go out and yeah so it's like old school ways yeah then no no refuging yeah there's no check station no yeah it's just you know free for all everybody's pretty cool though it's not there's never any problems or anything um i want to see the drought years has made it crowded but we'll see how it is this year we're bringing a whole shit ton of, we almost need another boat but <laughs> i don't know i <laughs> I'm thinking about just telling you we got a bunch of rookies coming with us too for the work around here. They're good, you know. 
I'm just going to, ah, yep, drop them off. Yep, sure, here you go. Here's two decoys. Here's just fill two. up a couple <laughs> tubes and have them sit down the tubes and, tra- you know, tow them on the back of the boat. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Have them draw straws, whoever's got a ride. Might not be a bad idea because, uh, yeah, it's going to be, we got a lot of dudes Is going. it deep water out there? Yeah, you can't get out of the boat. Oh, okay. So you like it, it'll get shallow in some spots, like so much that like the water coming out of my friggin' water pump, it's just black. Oh, luckily so there's it's a weird place because so some of it's this super fine silt you can make it through, but you're almost getting stuck like mud bogging. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. And then there's other spot because there's volcanic crap up there, where there's rocks. You'll tear oh. the hell out of your boat, you know. And uh, I know it pretty good now, so I'm not overly worried about it, but. I got it. I went. That's why I was up there last week. I got some spots picked out. Well, you know, it's never a slaughter up there, but we sure have a lot. How's of the wet? How's the weather looking? Is it going to rain or? Ah, I looked at it. No, it's it's not any rain as of now. But I mean, we're a week out. It can always change. I it's, like. I love that when you go and you're like check it like two days before and it changed everything. Well, I was looking at that with uh, Hank and I, you know, because we are. It's Midwest, Upper Midwest, and friggin' end of september i mean it could be anything but oh yeah it's looking like it's gonna be 70s it won't be bad so should be cool chicago should be interesting the windy city oh yeah yeah we might go watch the shootouts at night or something we'll Dude, see. it got crazy there man they, <laughs> they got yeah. some wildness yeah um i mean you just see what you see on the news but yeah it looks like i mean they're going down to the touristy parts and doing stuff but I don't know. I'm not going to let it bother me. Where, uh, and then she's graduating. Where is she going from there? Pensacola, Florida, where I used to Ooh. live. Yeah, four weeks down there. I don't know if I'm going to be able to wing it. I got my friend I met in Mexico that lives just north of there, and he you know, he said, you ever want to come down and shoot wood ducks? Oh, I'd do it. He's, and I, I'm thinking about it. If, if schedule will allow, I mean, I'm taking time off for this and then the northeast and We'll see, but it'd be nice to shoot down there, see her a little bit, and then go hunt with my buddy down there. So, where's he out of Louisiana, Alabama, or Alabama? Yeah, that'd be that'd be a fun time. That'd be fun. That would be a good time. Um, and uh, what better excuse could I have? And I got friends in Pensacola anyway, so it'd be nice. To, I I ain't been back there since. Go visit geez, the Waffle House. Oh yeah, Matt, the old famous Waffle House. Yeah, I'd have to make a. <laughs> trip in there for sure i'm sure that cook's long gone by now so i'm probably almost clear but i'd be laughing if you walk in and he saw you <laughs> there's that son of a bitch yeah that'd be pretty funny wouldn't it <laughs> yeah florida's always in the news too it cracks me up oh yeah there's always something going on there that's a good good time they got a, they got a duck hunt down there too the area i lived in there was like pretty much nothing well you got to live more in the swamp i think or yeah the panhandle's a little different they call it la lower alabama it's more like alabama than the rest of florida like there wasn't any really alligators around where i lived or nothing you know um it'd get cold too in the winter i mean just for a day or two but um it's weird to me that it's like that and then you look at other parts of florida it's like 70 degrees yeah, year round yeah yeah you know it's or just monsoons coming in because yeah you're up in that panhandle you're you know up there so they'll you know, they even had snow a couple of years there, I heard, so. That's pretty weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a cool area, though. I'd, I'd love to go back some point. I might, who knows? It might be in a month or so. But uh, you got everything ready for this duck season, your regular duck season down here? Um, I'm going to do that. some of that when I, got, when I come back. I got uh, some new Spoonie decoys I bought. It's some nice new uh, F.A. brand. 
ones that got the color on the side. Oh, yeah. I've I really, seen them. They got more of the, the drake colors. Oh. And they're all drakes, and they're feeding and stuff, more different positions. But I just want more color of, like, the spoonies. I kind of want to go after that spoonie limit this year. You know, oh, that's <laughs> You came to the right place to if somebody respect that. Yeah, we'd love to see a full green head spoony limit. You know, and then maybe try to shoot, get a banded one, because they have been they have been banded some of them. Yeah, so I, ban- I got shot one last year. So yeah. yeah, I I got a couple buddies that shot you and uh, two other buddies I seen shoot them. Um, yeah, I I don't know. We shoot them. They're fun to shoot. In the rice, uh, they taste fine. How oh, Robert? He loves spoony pizza, man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you put it on top of the pizza? Or do oh yeah, no, he he makes spoony pizza. He loves it. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty nice. They got a good color. Um, pulling them up right now. Where they they kind of look right, right there. Right there, those ones. Yep. Not a bad price, neither. No, but they just got like that real good color. I think that is just, a good color. Yeah. You know, and you don't get a lot where they're just drakes only. I wish they would make just hen only on some of the decoys. I think G&H will let you mix and match. That would be cool. But like the teal, like I wish you could get more hen teal or more, you know, you don't get that option with the decoys. Yeah, you know, with most ducks, you always see, you know, more drakes than hens is the way it seems to be. But no, that's not a bad little. You got three feeders and three uprights. That's, and 100 bucks. Yeah, I'll change. I'll put those on, put the weights, and just make my bags and, hmm. you know, get, get ready for them. I think I, I got to put some uh, tubes in my tires. For my cart. Oh, yeah, your beloved cart. That one uh, needs some help. Go through that, and then everything else is pretty much set. Uh, I've already been running my dog trying to get him used to, uh, you know, the not the weather, but just running more because he's been having a couple months off. Yeah, that's where I'm fortunate. I bring Laverne here, so I run her out back <laughs> every day. And in the afternoon, she's chasing golf balls around, and uh, so she's in she's in shape but the only thing i'm worried about is her breaking this year because it's all on me i'm sloppy dog owner i just let her kind of roam around and uh during dove i just kind of let her go well she'll she'll click because my dog last year from being a year and a half or a year and then the second year and it just we went out and it's like the gun like when you cock the gun he kind of knows hey now yeah, it's time. Hey, when, time to quit fucking around. This is real. Yeah. You know, or if you mi- if I miss a couple of times, then he won't listen to me. He'll be like, oh, <laughs> you know, f you. I'm gonna go over here. And he did that last year on me. He ran like 300 yards. Left me. I just sitting there in the dark, like 5:30, and I'm waiting. I'm like, oh, black lab. <laughs> can't find him. So he came, he came back though. I mean, it it took a like two hunts, and then he kind of fully clicked. clicked yeah, in, he's so. still a young dog. I mean, so. she's like the same age, isn't she? Ah, she'll be three in December. Okay. So she's just like so six this months. Is, um, I mean, the time she was born was perfect. So she hunted before she was a year old. That's the, yeah, two so Yeah, this will same. be her third season. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I picked mine up in March and then, or April. Yeah. And then he was ready. He was hunting before a year old and I was. Yeah, I got mine in February. So yeah, they're about the same age. Yeah. Yeah. But they, I mean, they pick it up. After they get like two or three years. I think I picked her up out of school the week before the Northeast Opener two years ago. I literally picked her up, and we were hunting the next weekend. Um, That's perfect, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, w- I went through all the basic training of seven weeks old all the way up and wanted to, you know, just get rid of my dog at one point because it's so, it's oh, so no, hard. It's, but well, that's why I stick with it. I'm pretty patient with my dogs, but these, I mean, the pros are the pros for a reason. And I uh, 
So I got her. I kept her for six months. He didn't give me any. He said, oh, just let her be a puppy. So she was kind of an asshole for the first six months <laughs> of her life. But uh, he took her, and he, t- he actually had her like four months. So she's considered a started dog. That's yeah, enough for yeah. me. I don't need hand signals and all that. I hunt rice. Well, the, the type of hunting, like refuge or rice hunting, a lot of guys, it's not like field hunting or you're commanding or casting. Like yeah. when you pull up, like especially at the refuge, you pull up, you want that dog. You know, you, technically you don't have to, but it's nice to have it get over there. Yeah. You know, yeah. I could call my dog off if, like, we shoot and birds are falling, especially if it's geese. Like, he almost got hit by a snow goose yeah. last year. You could call him or tell him to stay, but it's always nice when they're getting in there because those mallards in that smart we just – it's crazy how they just Or even them. that rice, they'll put yeah. their head on. Dude, we've lost them in the friggin' rice checks, you know? And it's like, how would this thing disappear? And they're gone, you know? Especially you come in and get a volley and you knock a bunch down. And you think, oh. okay, we know we got one over here, and it's, it's gone. You know, it's crazy how they you lose them. Well, they'll put their beak up and just, or just stay under and pop up, and you can't even shoot them on the water at that point. Oh, yeah. Point. No, there's nothing worse than every... If you <laughs> If you haven't been a public land or right field hunter running across a check <laughs> trying to chase a crippled bird, shooting at it, and oh, BBs man. all around it, and that thing don't even it, I think that's the hardest thing in the world, trying to shoot a duck on the water that's trying to get away when you're oh, running man. after it. I've, I've wasted so many shells on <laughs> oh, the yeah. trying to get them, and I'm like four birds and, you know, four shells into this pintail. And then you're looking at your, your belt, and you're going, oh, shit, I got five I shells know. left, and I got, you it's know. crazy, and it's like they'll be all around it too, and it's like, what the hell? It's it's crazy, but uh, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. We're just exhausted chasing it, you know, oh, running man. out of shells. That's one of the I, I would say probably one of the top worst. Or if you shoot one in the sky and you see it get hit, yeah, and then it dies in the close zone. Yeah, it sails. That's that's always tough too. Yeah, and you're like, oh, or or it dies so far that you can't you can't even go attempt. Yeah, and well, that's, know, that's one reason I always try to take ethical shots because there's nothing worse than that. I ain't out there just to kill shit. I want to bring it home. No, yeah, no. and eat it. You know, and uh, you get those rare ones though. Where oh, it'll yeah, you'll yeah, you'll get the golden BB or something, and it will be a good shot. You think, but then it just sails, just locks up its wings, and sails two checks over before it goes oh, down. Oh yeah, or whatever. You know, everybody that's hunted long enough knows how that goes, but. Yeah, I'm just picturing that that swimming duck right now in my head. It's just—it's <laughs> gonna haunt me. Now. Haunt your dreams. I know there ain't nothing worse than that, man. I'll tell you, nothing worse than that. Even where in Washington, hunted flooding cor- flooded corn, same thing. They would just and they're rows. I'm like, how hard can it be to find them? You'd lose them in that. I, I heard cornfields are pretty hard. They're tough man. to even find any bird. And this was flooded corn, but yeah, it was very difficult to find birds. That's like uh, Howard when it was uh, or Little Dry like. 10 years ago yeah. when all that smart weed blew up and they yeah. just let it grow. They didn't mow it. Yeah. That was the hardest thing to shoot a duck because when it landed, it was just landing in vegetation. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, and you're, yeah. and you're trying to run through smart weed. Yeah. It's like going through, it, it's like barbed wire that's been just yeah. laid out like, <laughs> exactly. on, like an army, fl- you know, <laughs> exactly. the army training camp. Like you're running through trying to high step and you're getting caught up. And that's where you want your dog to be good. That's why hopefully all you listeners have been tuning up your dogs all year so you're not the one doing that. But yeah, my dog does pretty good on a blind retrieve, pretty good, but she did it to me with Dove a couple times this year. I know there's one over there. She didn't see it fall. And I get her on her and she only goes maybe 20, 30 yards out and then turns around and looks at me and it's like, "No, keep going." And that that's part of that being a young pup. She'll figure it out. But yeah, you kind of let a, gotta let them uh, do things. 
Like I've learned with the my my two dogs, the second dog I learned doing stuff like let him do something and I get mad, and he ran off and then brings a duck back that's dead and I go well, I can't get mad. He's just doing his job, so I got to act you know happy. But there's certain things sometimes when you do get mad, you react first and then you oh, realize yeah, and you go shit. He was yeah. learning and I messed yeah. up that training now. Yeah, yeah, you definitely <laughs> got to keep control of your emotions with a dog, especially with a Labrador. Oh yeah. But, uh, and a lot of it's just uh, building the trust. Like, hey, if I'm sending you, there's a bird out there. Your job to find it, you know. And I think a lot of that's just uh, you get with hunting with your dog enough, you know. Yeah, you feel them out, especially yep. being around them all. Like, you know, you are, you're like, well, I'm not as much as you, but. Oh, no, I'm a Your dog's to. around all the time. Oh, yeah. No, if I uh, say, man, they uh, they could give me a pay cut and friggin' treat me like shit, <laughs> and I'd still keep my dog if I bring my job, if I can bring my dog to work, you know. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I'm so grateful for that. I mean, that just means the world to me to be able to bring her with me every day. And the guys, the shop guys love her. You know, the parts, people that drop by, everybody knows her, you know. It'll make some more sociable. You would think. She still barks everybody that walks in here, though. It's that, crazy. That's, <laughs> just the, that's just the black lab in her, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't believe that. She ain't grown out of that. She'll be sleeping over here on her bed, and friggin' somebody will walk in. She never does anything other than that, but it's still pretty annoying. But maybe she'll outgrow it. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, you don't watch football, Gribble, but I do. And my beloved Steelers are playing the Raiders tonight, of all people. So <laughs> I am probably going to get – I'm going to go to the bar somewhere. Wearing the Steelers shirt? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go put my T.J. Watt jersey on, dude. Well, that, well Raiders aren't from here no more, so. You oh, they you don't got care. All, you got they all don't the fans care, here. Dude, they got a friggin' dirtbag fan base all across the oh. nation, man. There'll be convicts and felons and everything watching them. It don't matter what part of the country. The, the, the taco thief is a Raiders fan. The taco? Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, of course he is. Yes, of course he is. Oh, why, yeah. why wouldn't he be? Yeah, yeah he do. He lives and breathes them. It's so funny when we work together and he would talk about them, and I'm like, they just lost eight games. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he goes, I'm still a fan. <laughs> and I would, I would just make fun of him, and then he would, you know, ask me, and I'm, I'm a Niners fan. I grew up in, Sa- in Sacramento, yeah. so I picked, I picked them first. That's the only reason why I'm a fan. Well, if I have a second I, team, it's the Niners. I was brainwashed by my father. To be a Steeler fan, and I mean that was my dad didn't hunt. He watched fucking Steeler football, so I was just brainwashed from the time I was a young kid. Supposedly he was in the army in the '60s with some guy that played on him, <laughs> and that's why we watched him. So as a kid, and a and I was at the tail end of when they were badass in the '70s, and my whole life growing up was him screaming because they sucked ass in the '80s. But and so I just that's why I like him, and they're hella blue collar type team. So I've I've always liked them, but I've always like grew up liking the Niners too. The but Niners, I I like them. I you know I don't like some of the choices they've made, but uh, they're kicking ass this year, dude. I, I don't. Wa- I mean, a couple years ago I started watching them, and then I would hunt on the weekends. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to watch the game, so I recorded it. So after a couple times, you know, I wouldn't watch them, and they would win. I get home, <laughs> and I was like, okay, well I'm gonna st- I'm I'm st- I'm done watching them now because. When I, half the time when I'm driving home on Sundays, it would be on the radio. They'd say, "Oh, who won?" And I go, "Well, there's no point in me watching now, you know." Or if they lost, yeah, it's hard to watch a game when you know who won. Yeah, so then I would just be pissed off. So most of the time, I'm I'm at the refuge Saturday or Sunday, or someone's blind, someone invites me, so I'm hunting most of the See, time on the, the weekends. What's the difference between you being a refuge guy? I love being a rice guy. I go out in the morning, hunt. You're back easy. The game's on at one most of the time, you know, or if it's east coast 10 
you know, you're back, friggin' home already, friggin' watching that, football. That is the that computer. is the stuff I miss, but I do like some of the stuff I get to see. And I don't know. There's definitely side to both of it, but I mean, I love. I I don't know. I like watching football after duck hunting too. It's always fun. So, well, you could watch it out there too. Yeah, then I. That's kind of freaking. We play. We play Spotify sometimes when we're out there playing music. Sure you do, Gribble. You know, sure just you hey, with nothing flying. Play music. Sit there, all of a sudden you look up, there's something, usually it's a spoonie or a teal that happens to oh, come yeah. by. No, that wasn't, yeah, was that you? No, that was that other kid taking all the kids out there playing music when it was slow. Or is that you telling me that? No, that was, I think that might have been one of the other kids. Yeah. I've done it too. I mean, we used to do it all the time in, our, in uh, my dad's buddy's blind when we'd go out there and he'd let us sit there after he'd leave. We'd just play music. I mean, we'd still shoot ducks. I friggin' told Bert, the guy that gave me this A5, that people were playing music in a duck blind. That motherfucker would come unglued. He gets mad at me for playing music in a bar. That's I just difference in generations, man. You know. Well, you got to have music at a bar. Oh yeah, for yeah, Robert, he was an old prick, dude. He didn't like fucking. He would tolerate it a little bit, but he'd get mad. How many songs are you gonna play? God damn it, Johnny. You know, but now music in the duck blind. Wow. Now I know why that one waterproof speaker I seen they were promoting it like to take a duck hunting. Yeah, that's oh, that one that's super loud, like in the little ammo type box. Yeah, that thing seems kind of cool. Not for duck hunting, but Dude, I want it for my boat. If you get one, that thing gets so loud. <laughs> it, it is. I, I'm telling you, it look, it's like a full on boombox, but it's the size of like your computer well, and you can open it up and put shit in it. To oh, keep dude, dry and it floats. And it, they're expensive too. They're like four hundred bucks. Yeah. They're they're up there. I thought because I'm in my boat all the time, and I thought you know not just even when you're scouting or whatever. I mean, you could have it on, but I don't need to blare my. You music. don't want to put the AirPods in and, and be like all the hipsters. No, no, I uh, standing up. You know, I got a little portable Bluetooth Milwaukee speaker that's good enough. But that thing I thought was kind of impressive. You I know. do like the Milwaukee uh, spotlights. Oh yeah, for setting up yep. for decoys, those help. Man, they make everything Milwaukee, man. They make it's hella specialized stuff. It's is. it's my buddy's going down the the wall right now. He could <laughs> he could probably fill your office. Really, with just and I'm just like looking at him, and he's like, "What's wrong with you?" When I buy a new gun, and I'm like, "What's wrong with you?" You think you have all black and red, dude? Like, there's no more room. <laughs> and that stuff, it, every it's like every month they come out with something new. Yeah, and it's all good stuff, dude. I mean. I don't even use, well, I don't use any tools hardly anymore, but, I mean, even before that, it was all cordless impact Milwaukee. The There's different brands, but I, they're the best. The yeah. best thing I've seen that Milwaukee came out with so far is the automatic uh, fucking um, pump thing. You can put it in, like when you're doing a sprinkler repair or you got a blind that's flooded with water. Oh. You put that thing in there. I forget what they're called. We got one, a transfer pump. It's like, a, it's just the little handheld goes down like three feet, and then oh, you put the tube out. Yeah, this one, it's like a boat friggin' water pump motor, and it's a little pump, and it's got, you put a hose on either end, and you can empty a blind well, out. Well, Milwaukee has that one that's handheld. You just, it's got the battery. You just stick it down, and it shoots it out the side. Really? Yeah, and I was, it, I was going to get it just for sprinkler repairs, doing them around the house, because you know how it fills yeah, up. Yeah, oh yeah. Got to get the water out, but for a blind. Yeah, the one we got is probably a little bit different than you're talking about. But the thing, I mean, you can pump anything with it, too. Diesel, hydraulic oil. I don't think gear oil, but, I mean, about anything else. Well, that diesel will probably bleed through anyways. You know, and it's just all that it runs, a little rubber impeller, but it's got a clear window. Yeah, I think I used to have one for doing my oil change in my uh, wakeboard boat. Oh, really? Yeah, because you, you couldn't put, you couldn't drain it. Yeah, you had to suck so it So you up. had to go through the top, and then uh, I had one that was like a drill thing. 
you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, this one's a little dim. You'll have to see it. It's pretty fat out. We got. We'll go take a look. We got it. a bunch of them around here, actually. We screwed a couple of them up. One of them's mine. I don't know which one it is, <laughs> but I need to get that thing back in my damn position. But uh, pretty handy. Um, who the hell's calling you now? Oh, it's my sister. It's an amazing. Oh, no. He's got a call. He's got termites in friggin' Rio Linda somewhere. No, I wouldn't be working today. <laughs> I got tomorrow. You know, I, that's the cool thing. My new company now, like I, when I was doing management and work, getting the weekends off, or like there's some days, Wednesdays, I'm off by 10. Or I could go, I could go hunting in the morning if I want because I can make my schedule move stuff that's around. That's pretty cool. But uh, the cool thing is, uh, I like doing afternoon hunts sometimes on a Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Afternoon hunts. Pick are great. up dinner on the way home. Yeah, you know, no, and afternoon and hunts are great. You feel better. You're like, oh, I got to hunt. Oh, yeah. Especially no. during middle of the week, you get that buffer Oh yeah, before you, the weekend. Like my Wednesday mornings, it's awesome. We're always busy in the afternoon, so it don't work out that I can split. I used to, though. When I worked at the mill down here, and we had a blind oh. right off Wise Road over here. Oh, it was. And I got off at Wise worked 5 to one thirty, And we'd go out January. The birds are down here. And I'd get over there about one forty-five, and we'd hunt. I mean, it was awesome. Driving here freaked me out. I'd never, I didn't think they were going to build all the way to Lincoln. Really? Yeah, they got, they're building in those oak trees where all the turkeys hang out right oh, on yeah. Fittyment. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's. I just saw that today. That was the first time because uh, I don't really drive this way no more working down on the south side. Yeah. And no, uh, it's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, this place blown up. Like, I remember when they were going. building these houses right here. Yeah. Behind, oh, yeah. behind your well, shop. Well, when we, when we first, we only been here two years ago. Those houses, they weren't there. There was a strip right over here yeah. by yeah. the Power Mart. Yep. That was it. And then they just, yep. they're going to go before they're you know it. They're going to Sheridan. Oh, yeah. Well, it's already that land I was talking to. I seen it's in proposal for development over here next to Coon Creek off the old highway. I don't know what that's going to do to the, the, cut, the, the gun club. It's not going to happen. Well, that's way past them. But I'm surprised oh, they're is even it? around. Yeah. No, I'm talking. You get down, go down the old highway, and you get where the old where you cross across Coon Creek. You'd always see oh yeah yeah field I know, over I know, there. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was up for sale, and I see now there's a proposal. So somebody obviously bought it, and that means houses. I remember when we used to take. You know, I used to tell people how to get Spencerville. I'm like, oh, just take off Sheridan right by the store. Oh yeah. And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> then I drive out there and I go, oh yeah, the bypass. You got to get off on this one. Yeah. Well, I remember when I started working the mill, the bypass didn't exist. Oh, yeah. You yeah. drive all the way down that Lincoln Lincoln Ave yep. or whatever uh, that it was, was called. It was Highway 65. That yeah. It was Highway 65, you know. Cops be waiting there for you, oh, trying to yeah. get you. <laughs> oh, I know that. Well. <laughs> well, because you come off, you'd be hauling ass because there's nothing there. And then all of a sudden, it's the town of Lincoln. Yeah. I remember when you could go down Ferrari Ranch and you would only see the park. Well, I knew a guy that used to pick up cows from old man Ferrari when it was actually a cow oh, ranch. Shit. Yeah. God. Yeah, no, and I mean, I'm not even that old. So. And it, it's just been blown up, though, this whole city. Oh, now. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, did, I mean, they so-called progress. I just hate to see it because, you know, off 193, leaving town on the left, that's all houses now. Really? There used to be a big field out there. I'd see bucks in that field all the time with that Turkey Creek golf course it is and all that. Yeah, I've all shot, I've shot a there. turkey back there. That's all houses to Sierra College now. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... There's some big deer in there, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where they went, but they ain't there no more. Oh. Well, we're closing in on an hour, Gribble. I guess we better pick it up. Yeah. What do you think, Laverne? She looks tired. like She's stretching like she's getting up out of the nap. And yeah, she's ready to do something, but she's going to go home while I go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I don't get beat up by are a they bunch gonna, of are, are they gonna? How's the Steelers doing? Are they going to? Oh, they're horrible. They're one and one, but they're horrible. What's the Raiders? 
I think they might be 0-2. Or no, they might have... Yeah, I don't know. I think they suck too. I know that, but Steelers got a good defense. Or offense just horrible. Um, I don't know. If somebody's listening, saying, "How don't you know that?" I, they might have won. I, don't, Actually, I, don't. I think they're zero and two. I rarely follow football anymore now that during the duck season because it gets so busy. I do. I uh, I don't know. I just uh, I don't know. There's the ch- how do you operate this here? AFC West. Oh, they're one and one, same as the Steelers. Oh, so you see. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Steelers won last week just barely because of their defense, but the Niners completely sodomized them opening day. It was fucking ridiculous. They always can to do that, though. They seem to have, like, a couple good games, and then – but we'll see what how they do. They got three now. They, the Niners look freaking damn good, dude, they're defense doing and offense. I mean, they look good. Well, they're probably all doing better than how Aaron Rodgers is feeling right now. So. Yeah, I know. The poor local friggin' Butte County boy ain't doing so hot. But uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I actually, I probably should wait till the game starts and see how the Steelers are doing and then show up. I don't <laughs> If they I'm start winning and you walk in with that shirt, you might get yelled at a little bit. I'm more not that early. kind of fan. I'll go in there. I'll talk shit like I know they're going to win even though I – who knows who's going to show up? Just have just have a shirt with the Oakland on the back and the Steelers <laughs> on the front. So when, when no one's looking at you, you know you're just in their camouflage. Is that KC bar in uh, Gridley? I'm pretty sure a bunch of Raiders fans that hang out in there. I'll probably hit my friggin' stands place that you were too good to go to on Dove Day. My dog was at home and I, I was going to go. And what kind of asshole leaves his dog home on an opening of Dove? Well, I knew you had yours. So, I don't care. Bring ten dogs. We would have we would have had uh, some puppies probably. Oh, that's the problem. Yeah, I got to get her fixed. Yeah. I got to get her fixed. My but dog would have took one smell and you would have had, you would have been getting puppies. Well, I mean, they sell them for a fortune now. But your dog probably ain't papered, huh? He's full papered. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, then hell. Maybe we'd get rich. He's got a, he's got a good bloodline. His grandfather was a Three, yeah, I, were, I think it was his grandfather was a three-time national champion before he was three. Really? So they he did field trials and shit. And I'm not into all that shit. I, I get people that are a hell of understand it. You know, I I could I couldn't do it just because I I use them for hunting, and that field trial looks looks too cutthroat for me. Yeah, and I mean my my dog's my best friend. Dude, my dog so. would do something stupid, and I'd laugh out there, and they'd be like, "Hey, you're uh, you're yeah. DQ'd," and I'd go. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree. I'm probably, yeah. I mean, I might, I mean, we're hunting, it's serious business, but duck season's only nine months out of the year, and she's my best friend the rest of the year, so. It's uh, always fun to have them, too. Especially oh yeah. when you're out there in the blind by yourself, and yeah. you, they, they do something stupid, and you laugh. Oh, yeah. No, it's exactly, you know, I'm, you know, I say I hunt alone a lot, but I never do, because she's always with me, you know, so I agree. I, do you ever get that look when you miss? Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're kind of like, what do I? Where do I go? There's nothing worse than that. Like, what is wrong with you? Well, I, I think I, I kind of brought it up last week, and I completely powered a dove last when dove hunting last week, and one came in, and it was kind of in a sunken pond area, and the dove were kind of coming over my head out of the fields into this pond area. And I had the mojo, and they went right to the mojo, and I shot twice, boom, boom, missed. It turned around, tried to come back, and it was to my left at about, it wasn't that close, maybe 20 yards. And I guess I was on it, because I shot that bird, and 
it was just a friggin' pillow, dude. There was nothing. Well, like that one on the opener that we saw yeah. the other guy shooting in half or whatever. I mean, I mean it. She went out there, and there wasn't a wing to bring back, a head. A f- there was nothing left but feathers, dude. And it was like, dang it, man. These things are small enough. I need everyone. There I might can. be a, a, a hairless dove out there flying around. <laughs> wing. <laughs> skinned out with wings. I couldn't believe that, especially the third shot. It's like, dang, maybe I don't need that over and under. That third shot is worth something, but. Yeah, I mean, I've done that accidentally on teal before when they come right at you in the blind and they're super close, I've, you know, but never like that. I mean, I've kind of hammered them, but I mean, it. this thing disintegrated. I did one, uh, I'll have to show you it. I did one. I took the whole the whole head off, except it just skinned the feathers. Really? The beak and feathers were there, but that's it. And it was just, that year I did, I shot like 60 ducks in the head. No, no breast shots. I don't know really? what. I let them get in 20 yards and just right, aim for the beak. Was hitting them right and... But I did do a teal like the the teal are always bad or widgeon because they'll flutter yeah. and they'll come sometimes they'll cut right into you and then yeah and they give you a funny angle depending on how they're pitched and yeah and you gotta you gotta get them where you can but that uh, Dale Boardline guy from Louisiana he likes doing headshots they'll land them and shoot them I in think the head. I just seen a couple of videos of him they yeah. were out there in Texas or something. I think he went with Ramsey. Yeah, Texas, I seen yeah. them, and uh, I was t- I was sending that to my buddy. My buddy's a real old school type of guy. He loves anything yeah. like you. I said, hey, check this guy out. And yeah, he's cool. Man. He was on there, and then that other guy on Ramsey, the uh, with the old '63 or '62 Chevy. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's why I want to get mine going so I can drive it to the drive it out duck hunting one day. That'd be cool. Showing up to the uh, you know the refuge or the friggin' club in an old car is always cool. Yeah, it'd be fun, like old school style, and just you know bring the old guns. Oh yeah, no, bring, you could bring your A5. I'll bring the the Model 11. That's that's cool to me, man. Then when you're done, you hang them all up on the vehicles like they used to do. That's cool, man. Or you could go like the uh, the bro guys and find a, a tractor in some abandoned field and take yeah, all that's your data. Yeah, that's a big thing to do too now. Yeah, I, some of them come out kind of cool, but yeah, you find old you know abandoned piece of farm equipment and do that. I do like some of them, like the when they do a. Uh, my buddy did one on honkers, where they did an old one on a tractor. It was on on the field that they hunted. It was there. Yeah, that's cool. I've seen a couple. And of so it was guys pretty cool. But I've seen some guys do it with deer and stuff, and there's there there was no truck or tractor in that field yeah they're like the they're like the phony influencers they haul the deer 30 <laughs> miles away to take this phony picture yeah i'm all for cool pictures and you know it's you got to put in work to get good pictures oh you you get accused of being all kinds of things by doing that but make it genuine you know hey we're hunting there there's this cool thing let's take our picture right there i'm all for that but yeah if you're like churching it up a bit too much yeah, well some of those uh you know like you shoot an elk you're not getting a picture where you want sometimes I would think not. You're not moving an 800-pound animal that's twisted up in a tree. Down I would it. think not. <laughs> that's like the, the couple deer in my life that I've shot. The pictures are not that cool of pictures because it was... Well, you're amped up. Yeah. Like, you're so amped when you yeah. shoot that deer, especially in California. A lot of the guys probably that listen don't understand. Over here, blacktail hunting, for one, is like one of the hardest deer oh, yeah, to get have. if you can get them, if yeah, they're not the moving at night. Ghost of the woods. And then yeah. the muleys know here. The privates where to go yeah so they'll hide out but the ones you can you got to put in work um but usually when you're putting in work like where you're going to be going you know you go two miles back and <laughs> you shoot a nice 200 pound deer last thing is mine taking a picture you weren't trying to get this thing out yeah uh, that and then especially if it's the evening hunt yeah and you shoot that you're like you know i see guys are like oh let's get a picture 
no, let's cut this thing and let's go. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to. I mean, we don't have bear. You know, the bears like other places. Oh yeah, so oh yeah. No, that's I, like yeah. Montana's gotten the last four weeks. I think four grizzly attacks. I've I've heard that. that it's one guy got his jaw, his lower jaw ripped off. That was a. There was one guy, and like traditionally, where they where they haven't been in you know a hundred something years. Like the guy was like quail hunting. That's where I swan hunt. Yeah. <laughs> really? Where that one happened? Yep, where that happened. Really? We were out there uh, two years ago, and I went to go get a wounded duck. My buddy goes, remember, watch out for grizzlies. And I just laughed, and I was like, nah, I don't know about this. And you're you're about five feet of uh, jaunting grass, like oh, dead wow. yellow grass you're walking in next to creeks and stuff. They're coming down more. They're just getting out there, I think, more the grubs, the food. Yeah. And they're dispersing, you know, the bigger, they have a big area. Yeah, but they just, like anything else, you know. But there, there's something wrong with those Montana grizzlies. They're yeah. they're on a different level. Really? Every time I hear about one, they're aggressive. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they, we had grizzlies in the valley in California, and I'm sure they were too. Oh, well, uh, they don't got no more salmon up in there, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They you want know? the other, you know, the other white meat. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty mean. Bears, the bears, I think, would, would the big bears scare me, especially yeah. when you're, like, gutting, cleaning. Here, yeah. we don't got to worry about it. Yeah, but no, them, them grizzlies, no, they're mean for a reason. Or the wolves. I mean, we're, oh, yeah, we'll be dealing with that shortly, oh, you know, yeah. 10 years. Oh, yeah. Be like, well, they're creeping in. They are creeping in. Well, I guess we better get the hell out of here, Gribble. Uh, been nice talking to you. I w- yep. wish you luck on your hunt up there. Send some pictures. If you send them to me, we'll put them up on the Instagram. Let people know you ain't lying. Yeah, and, uh, try to uh, see if I can shoot more than one one greenhead, and yeah, I'll probably go home and pack the rest of the truck up and get it ready and then head out. Yeah, it's a it's a fun drive. I believe it. I've I've never went all the way to Montana, but I went that way to Idaho, and no, it's a cool drive. Even Idaho. I mean, once you get out of Nevada, yeah, it's perfect because Nevada's just dead. Yeah. Especially if you drive at night, it's not bad. But during the day, you just see the same flat. I don't mind it. I don't know. I like the open space. So I, I like when I get up into the hills. Like every t- every year in Montana, I've seen moose, you know, going through Idaho. Yeah. See, you get to see the ducks coming into the fields. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I would definitely like to see Pull that. over. You know, I'm the yeah. only person on freaking I-95 yeah. or whatever, 15, <laughs> and pulling over to get a picture to send yeah. to somebody. That's cool, man. Well, I say... Uh, Send some pictures uh, to I us. Will. We'll get them up on the Instagram and document a little bit of your trip here. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do next week yet, guys. I might just do a little phone deal to update you while I'm in Chicago. Depends on how many beers I drink because I don't think Sharon gets to hang out with me that long. So uh, I might do something like that. And then we will definitely record at the Northeast. Uh, that might be one kind of like duck days where I'll record a little bit with one guy and a little bit with another guy. Uh, that should be fun. The week after the next should be a fun one because we're going to be hunting. This is going to be the first time this waterfowl oh, podcast that we're actually waterfowl hunting, and we're going to be. Are you doing it? At, uh, are you going to record after the hunt or before? Um, I I I might bring my equipment to the dinner. I don't know. Oh, that could be, be rowdy. interesting. That might be rowdy. That could be interesting. We might hear a little bit of it up there. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I I don't know. I might be too drunk by then to do that but i'm gonna bring the stuff and see and then definitely we record so we hunt three hunts so we'll hunt after opening morning and kind of talk to everybody see how it went and then we'll probably do another one sunday so anyway should be fun uh y'all stay safe i'm sure there's plenty of raiders fans i pissed off because this is a local (laughs) podcast but hey it's all in good fun anyway and Wish Gribble luck hopefully robert can stop working at some point and we will talk to you all soon Bye. Bye.